It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, May 10th, 2016. We have a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have north winds 10 to 15 knots, gusting to 20. And today I thought we'd talk a little bit about cruise ships. In honor of the two big cruise ships that will be in town today, cruise ships are technological and mechanical marvels of our modern age. But first, let's take a look at today's schedule of ships. We have five inbounders and seven outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first two arrivals in the river are the Norwegian Sun and the Seven Seas Mariner. They're both cruise ships, both arriving from San Francisco. Both of them will probably be in Astoria by about 6.30 or 7 in the morning. The uh, Norwegian Sun will be at the port of Astoria, and the Seven Seas Mariner will be anchored offshore, and her passengers will get to um, land via small launches, small boats that will take the passengers off the ship and bring them in groups onto the land. uh, So a cruise ship like this coming to town will be here for the day. They'll arrive early in the morning, and they'll head out around dinner time. Uh, our next, after our cruise ships, we have the Tug C-SPAN King arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for the fuel dock in Astoria. She'll be there around 1.30 p.m. She could be coming in for fuel, or she could be picking up a barge that may be anchored uh, off of Tongue Point there in the off the downtown waterfront. So if you see a barge waiting there without a tug with it, or just looks like it's, it's anchored there, probably waiting for the C-SPAN King that will um, arrive in the river tomorrow afternoon. The Harmony Ace is a car carrier arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for Portland. She has Hondas on board, headed for the Port of Portland. She'll pass Astoria around 6.30 p.m. You might see her at the Port of Portland by about 12.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning, so a little bit after midnight. The Dalian Highway is arriving from Tacoma, headed for Portland. She has Hondas on board also. She'll pass Astoria around 11.30 p.m. and arrive in Portland. Uh, around 5.30 a.m. on Wednesday. And our outbounders today, we have the Felicity Ace leaving Vancouver. She has Subarus on board, leaving around 3 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 9 p.m. The Zhao Galaxy is leaving the Vancouver Anchorage around 3 p.m., also passing Astoria around the 9 o'clock hour in the evening. The Eastern Asia is leaving Longview with logs on board, leaving around 3.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 7 p.m. The Port Pegasus is leaving Portland. She uh, was at a berth that handles cement. She will leave around 4.30 p.m., and pass Astoria outbound around 10.30 p.m. The Pacific Glacier is a fish processor. She is... uh, in Portland at the shipyard at Swan Island, and she must have been there for some kind of repairs or maintenance. She's heading out at 5.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound, maybe around 11.30 p.m. And the Zing Zunhai is leaving the port of Vancouver with wheat on board at about 5.30 p.m., and she too will pass Astoria around 11.30 p.m. The Happy Clipper is leaving Vancouver carrying wheat, leaving around 6 p.m., and she'll pass Astoria outbound around midnight. A little more about our marine weather forecast. We have wind waves today from the north, three feet high at four seconds apart, and west swells five feet at nine seconds between wave crests. Well, today we have two cruise ships in town again. Our cruise ship season is getting off to a rousing start. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about cruise ships, especially about the kinds of cruise ships we tend to see in Astoria. Usually we see one ship at a time, and they dock at the port of Astoria, where they tower over the buildings on land, like the port offices and the Cannery Pier Hotel on the waterfront. Uh, Today we have two, and that is fairly unusual, although just a a little while ago we had two as well. Um, But that does tend to be kind of unusual. There's only room to dock one cruise ship at the port of Astoria, and that is why the second one is anchored offshore and bringing people in by boat. 
Now, Astoria tends to get its cruise ships in the spring and fall, and they are referred to as repositioning cruises. These are uh, cruise ship companies need to move their ships north in the summer and south in the winter. And a, a transition cruise allows passengers to take a trip up or down the West Coast at what is probably a reduced rate compared to a, um, a ship that was um, in its uh, summer or winter cruising ground. Ships this time of year are headed for the Puget Sound area and parts north. Today's ships arrived from San Francisco. They are, are headed north toward the Puget Sound area. In the fall, ships head south to San Francisco, L.A., and Mexico, stopping at Astoria on the way by. So those are the ships we see here in the fall. My experience with ships in general is that they look big out on the water, of course. But if you really want to get an idea of how immense they are, get up close to them. Now, you can drive down to the docks at the Port of Astoria and get kind of close to the ships that dock there, cruise ships and bulk carriers, and they are absolutely kind of mind-bogglingly huge up close. Ships weigh a lot, of course, and they develop huge momentum when they get going. It takes a lot to stop a cruise ship as it does any ship. But unlike many of the older bulk carriers we see on the Columbia, cruise ships are new and they're equipped with the latest technology and have lots of tricks up their sleeves, so to speak, to make things like docking and maneuvering easier. One of those gadgets is something called a thruster, which is a propeller mounted crosswise in the hull in a tube. It can push the ship sideways and help it be more maneuverable. Ships can have bow or stern thrusters located in the front or rear of the hull, and some ships have both. Being this well-equipped lets a ship do something counterintuitive, and that is to pull up to a dock a few feet away and then activate the thrusters and move sideways until the ship is right where it needs to be. It's a pretty slick thing to watch. It looks a little bit weird, but it's very cool looking if you get the chance to see it. Now, some ships have what are called azimuthing stern drives, and, and tugboats tend to, new tugboats tend to have these too. Instead of fixed propellers, which um, they're on these um, rotating drives, which means that their propellers can rotate 360 degrees in a circle, this makes the ship way more maneuverable than a ship with a fixed propeller and rudder. So a vessel that has, say, azimuthing stern drives that can rotate around and stern or bow thrusters can do just about anything. Uh, another cool gadget that cruise ships have is underwater stabilizers. They are heavy wings that are operated by electric motors, and they are, they are stored recessed inside the hull below the surface. But when the weather gets rough, they can extend those stabilizers out like wings underwater, and they temper the action of the waves and keep the ship from rocking too much. Now, when you're at sea on a cargo ship, sailors are pretty much expected to deal with a lot of rocking and bouncing around when the ship is at sea. And if you get seasick, it's really up to you to deal with it. And kind of not getting seasick is a matter of pride from what I've gathered from talking to people over the years. But on a cruise ship where passengers, paying passengers, are the cargo, there's a lot at stake if people don't have a good time and seasick people are not happy people. And people who are not used to the water tend to get seasick more easily. So cruise ship designers have figured out things like stabilizers to help the ship's ride remain smooth and stable no matter what's happening. And this, of course, makes for better memories for passengers. Of course, as you've probably seen in videos on YouTube of cruise ships and other ships in storms, once the sea state worsens past a certain point, the ship is going to get tossed around no matter how high-tech it is. So cruise lines do their best to avoid bad weather. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>